2: from the abraham lincoln radio studio at the george washington broadcast center jack armstrong and joe getty the armstrong and getty show So, bring
3: up speed just a little bit. Uh, stock market taking a pretty big hit today, as it has now for a while. We can get into some of that stuff later. I hope you didn't uh, buy Bitcoin just a week ago because it's had a rough. Crypto has had a rough, but all the tech stocks have had a rough go of it. More on that later. The January sixth hearings cranking back up right now. So that was just one night of prime time, and then back to daytime. I guess. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, I think there's a,
4: there are a couple more prime timers they've got scheduled. Um, But one of the key witnesses pulled out today, uh, former Trump campaign manager Bill Stepien, will no longer appear at the hearing today uh, due to a family emergency, according to the committee. All right. Unfortunate Unfortunate timing for that, huh? Yeah, I'd, I'd make a, a snide comment
3: about, uh, that's a funny coincidence, but who knows? And, and you know, I hope everybody's okay. Yeah. But I had a family emergency Thursday. It happens. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and gun legislation, going to be the first gun legislation in decades. There are enough Republicans on board for it to actually pass, and if you haven't heard what that is, uh, we'll probably get to that again later. You know, speaking of that sort of thing, there's a really, uh, sometimes,
4: you know, as I go through the news uh, the day after day, night after night, uh, I, I start to see patterns and Uh, It's remarkable, over the last several days, uh, the number of stories that that mention a shortage of police. Uh, Wall Street Journal, mass shootings, weekend violence prompt U.S. cities to step up safety measures, and we can get into that a little bit. Uh, But one of the, uh, uh, well, their lead is police chiefs and mayors are working to bolster public safety amid rising gun violence, spate of other crimes, etc. Police departments across the country, stretched thin by retirements and difficulties recruiting, are being asked to do more with fewer officers. Uh, They're talking about enhanced training and that sort of thing. Uh, In Phoenix, the police chief said her department has contacted schools in the city to tighten coordination in the event of an attack. And plans over the summer to offer active shooter training for churches, businesses, other institutions. Uh, Gun homicides in 2020 surged to their highest level in a quarter of a century. And that increase is continuing this year. Could well be worse. And they get into a bunch of different examples. uh, Cities all across the country. Most of them, again, young men. In disputes that they settle with firearms, as opposed to the school shooting type uh, lunatic. But so I started clicking around because I'd seen in the New York Post, New York uh, NYPD exodus, police on pace to quit and retire in record numbers. Uh, Some 524 cops have resigned, 1,072 have retired as of May 31st. That's this year. It's a 38% spike from the same period last year. Why? Well, they say anti-cop hostility, bail reform, rising crime have fed into frustration among the NYPD rank and file. The anti-cop uh, hostility, we've talked about that a fair amount. The so post George
3: Floyd thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh we have a friend of the show who um I guess he retired. He started young and you know, he did 20 years and qualified for something and so retired, but he he said that he didn't realize how much pressure he was feeling in the modern uh, environment for police until he retired, and that it had just been wearing on him so much. I mean, the, the, and, and, and some, some of you think this is good, but cops are under way more pressure about getting sued and being scrutinized, and everything is body cammed, and everybody pulls out a, a phone to videotape you every traffic stop, everything you ever do. It would be a different job than it was not very many years ago. Yeah, and some of it, as you indicated, is a positive.
4: But one friend who's a retired police officer said, I am one uh, cell phone video from a bad angle away from being on the national news every night. Exactly. Exactly. With the resultant, you know, stress, damage to career, danger to the family, whatever. I mean, if you're picketing and screeching outside Supreme Court justices' homes these days, uh, some cop, you know, again, caught at a bad angle doing the right thing, which sometimes looks mean, you know, and and he said, I'm just... So he retired, first chance he got.
3: So Um, so, so, so society will have to figure this out. Um, Obviously, there were cops getting away with lying about what happened for a well forever yes until video came around and we've seen plenty of examples in the last several years of the cops say one thing and then you look at a video and say no that's not what happened and they and they they pay the price for it rightfully so but now we also have the situation where you legit thought the person had a gun, absolutely, 100% legitimately, in a very tense situation, had to make a split-second decision. It wasn't a gun. It was a cell phone or whatever. Mm -hmm. And your name is on the news, and you get doxxed, and people are coming after your family. And, I mean, it's, oh, my God, what a horror. So society's going to have to figure this out because we have to be able to hire people to do these jobs. We have to have these jobs filled by people qualified to do them. And I don't know how we're going to reach that sweet spot.
4: Yeah, some more uh, from this article about the NYPD, and I've got other articles about L.A. and and Seattle that have terrible cop shortages and growing. Uh, but they mentioned bail reform and rising crime. Uh, they've fed into the frustration among the NYPD rank and file. The city's out of control, said uh, one former Queens cop, especially since bail reform. The mantra now is get out while you still can. Uh He said, my patrol gig got worse and worse over time. The last few years, so many people have been leaving and manpower was so low that you'd go to work and you'd answer 25 to 30 uh calls a day and you're burnt out by the end of the day. There's no time for law enforcement because it would be uh radio run, radio run, radio wrong all day long. And then even when you made an arrest or arrests, they're back in the precinct picking up their property the
3: same day. Well, that would be frustrating. So it's, it's feeding on itself then. So you have a cop shortage, so the cops you do have are overworked, so they want to quit. So it yeah, well, feeds on yeah. itself.
4: Well, and, and plus, you know, any good cop you talk to, and I've uh, talked to many through the years, they want bad people kept away from nice people. It makes them happy when they can protect the good people of America from crime. It gives them a deep satisfaction. That's why they do what they do. And uh, and, and getting back to this uh, Queens cop, residents would ask, why does this keep happening? And I would have to explain to them, this guy's going to be locked up tonight, but tomorrow night he's going to come down your block again. He's going to be on the same corner. You're going to see him in the same stores committing
3: crimes. I wish there was more than we can do, but we can't. Boy, that's a very good point. You've eliminated the only emotional enjoyment you get out of being a cop is that you're putting away bad guys and making society safer if you don't mm-hmm. have that sense and why would you if people get out the second you arrest them yeah so it's why all would you do all you the job have is babysitting the worst 3% of of
4: humans and the danger and the stress and you know people videotaping you and screaming at you all day long i mean you can see why people are quitting uh, officers, says the New York Post, typically work 20 years or more to collect their full pension, which can equate to 50% of their final average salary, Center uh, Data obtained by the Post shows, uh, oh, sorry, I wanted to do this one. Uh, last year, the number of cops who quit before becoming eligible for their full pension was the highest in 20 years. And this year, we're on pace for the highest ever recorded. Um, they just, they will not finish their 20 years. They, they I can't live like this. Uh, in they say, in record numbers. Well, we're going to have to figure this out. Yeah, and I don't so, know what the answer is. No, I don't either. Uh, Seattle PD is down 30 officers in the first quarter of 2022 and falling behind project, uh, projections. The, uh, the, the head of the union says they're actually realistically down 60, the way okay, things and, are going.
3: And, and I hadn't thought about this before. It's fairly obvious now. So that makes it w- more likely that cops are going to quit, that they're behind yeah. because your job is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wow, that's a problem. Well, and there was a story
4: that to the liberal mayor of Los Angeles wanted to hire, I think it was 792 officers or something like that, and they fell way short of the goal. So LA's crazy short. Luckily, crime is down and there are no bums and junkies menacing the streets. Oh, that's right. Crime is up. And you can't hardly turn around without some lunatic, you know, screaming at you or stealing your stuff or, you know, stabbing some
3: poor woman in a furniture store. I was bumping around San Francisco doing some touristy stuff over the weekend, and the signs everywhere. You were in a leather parade. Tell the truth. It's okay. Nobody judges. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked pretty good with my new intermittent fasting. I went down a size in my leather gear, so. Yeah, pretty hell it is. Assless chap season, so you gotta get in shape. Um uh every place I went that was touristy, they got the big signs warning you to not have valuables in your car, and all the and they all have a picture of a guy in a mask looking menacing or whatever. Huh. And lock up values and pictures of broken windows and that sort of stuff. And I thought, I have lived around here for decades. This didn't used to be a thing. You didn't have pictures. Everywhere, middle of broad daylight, where there are people everywhere warning you that you're going to get your car smashed into. It's just, it's just gonna happen.
4: Well, and I love the the idea that they're wearing masks, because that suggests they have some fear of being well, right. arrested yeah, that's and funny.
3: charged and convicted.
4: Yeah, I had <laughs> the same
0: don't. thought.
3: Whoever breaks the window, I was riding a motorcycle, but whoever breaks the window of a car and gets in, they're not wearing a mask. They're not worried if you, if you see them. Go ahead. Here's my picture. My name's Jim Jones, in case you were wondering. Nobody's going to do anything
4: right and and uh, you know remove all valuables a ballpoint pen is enough for somebody to smash a window and grab it these days so just leave your windows open
3: frustrating yeah i know it and that that the, along with that with the fact that there's bears everywhere i read the uh the, the wall street has moved into bear territory so we'll have to figure out what that is um that has happened today bear markets are rare according to the new york times here's what you need to know about them well maybe we'll uh, get into that a little bit 70 percent of economists in a new survey i saw are predicting a recession within a couple of months whatever that means to you it means you got to develop a taste for roadkill these are
4: difficult times consult your great-granddad how did he live through the depression if he's still around you ask him you might need to know it How to cook opossum is what you want to look into.
3: (laughs) It's a sickener. All that stuff on the way. Stay here.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: Gas prices help fuel inflation that's at a 40-year high. Take groceries. Milk, up 20% in a year. Eggs, up 75%. Or housing. The average rent costs 15% more. Want to get away this summer? Airfare is soaring, up almost 40% from a year ago.
0: Yeah, you don't have to fly. You don't
3: have to drive, although you probably have to drive the same amount you drove last year, whether you like it or not. Right. You do have to live somewhere, though. So that rent up 15%, percent—that maybe that maybe should be the headline. That's rough. That's a chunk of money right there. Well, I'd say, yeah, and,
4: and it was already high. It was crazy high. As the parent of uh, young adults, I'm telling you, One difference in in life for young people from, you know, back in the day is that housing prices are astronomical right now.
3: The rent is too damn high.
4: That's what I'm trying to say.
3: Financial Times says this article today, the U.S. economy will tip into a recession next year, according to 70% of leading academic economists. Okay, fine. As we have been talking about later, everybody refers to recessions as if it's, uh, you know, we're all eaten shoe leather and, uh, and, and, and and huddled together in the corner crying around a candle or something. And <laughs> I've lived through, I don't know, a dozen recessions in my life. I don't even remember them. I mean, they come and they go. It, you know, it's not great, but whatever. Yeah, it depends on what business you're in, where you are in your career, and that sort of thing. For some people, the squeeze is pretty hard. But, but they're part of the deal is, I guess, my main point. It's just part yeah. of the deal. It just every so often you have a recession, and it yep. lasts a little while, then you come out of it. It's just part of the cycle. So... What are you going to do? U.S. tech stocks, which soared throughout the pandemic, set for big declines today. Apple shares down 3%. And this is after weeks of going down for a lot of these companies. Apple down 3% today. Amazon down 4.3%. Chipmaker, NVIDIA down 4 Tesla down 3 Blah, 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 blah. It keeps going. So we're headed into bear market territory, which means you've dropped 20% from your most recent peak. Um... And that's where we are. Uh, And the the New York Times is going through various bear markets over the last several decades. And they don't happen very often because a 20% drop from your peak is is a lot. And obviously, we did that after 9-11. We did that after 2008. And we did that after the pandemic started. But outside of that, it hasn't happened a lot of times where you have the 20% drop. And only one of the three bear markets back in the 60s led to a recession. So you can have a bear market and not lead to recession. But I thought this was interesting. Um, bright spots in the economy. Unemployment is approaching the lowest rate in decades. Maybe the lowest number you can possibly even actually have of around 3.5% unemployment. With the economy having regained ninety-five percent of the twenty-two million jobs lost at the height of the pandemic lockdowns, so almost all of those jobs have come back, and we have more job openings. I think it was what's that other Bill Mallesian clip uh, or whatever? Who yeah, yeah, play play fifty-three for me there, Michael? Still sizzling, just like the economy, America's
5: labor market. Right now, there are roughly two jobs for anyone looking for work. You could not
3: hire enough employees to either produce your product, deliver your product, service your product.
4: I I still don't get that.
3: I don't get it either, but I had two different experiences over the weekend with a, a restaurant that had limited menu and then a place that closed way earlier than you normally would close as a business of this type because they just didn't have enough employees. There are two jobs for everybody looking for a job right now in America. You can't run your business that way.
4: No, but those jobs were filled a year and a half ago. I don't. I just am so befuddled by that. <laughs> uh, getting back to the uh, bear market, bull market thing, uh, a couple of couple of things. Number one, I think so. Bull is
3: good, bear is bad. That's the well, thing, right? Bull
4: is up and bear is down. Yeah, but I, I, if if I'm chased by a bull, I'm terrified. If I chase I'm chased by a bear, I'm terrified. You know. Or, 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 I don't get it. Who had the, What was the origin of those phrases? I mean, do you get, a, like, somebody gives you a nice fat bull, uh, so you should be happy about it. And if somebody gave you a bear, you'd think, what am I going to do with this bear? I don't. I just don't get it. Uh, <laughs> but I would guess we're going to have more bear markets because uh, with computerized trading, uh, trading, rather, and zillions of Americans now I- invested through their 401ks, I think there's just more opportunity for rapid
3: run-ups than there were in the past. Yeah, interesting. Interesting point. Two job openings for everybody looking for a job. What a weird time in our nation's history. If you're looking for uh, an hour of the show, you can grab it in the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand.
0: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21-plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
2: You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu.
5: If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body. And I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. The January 6th
3: hearings get underway again here in the uh, next half hour, so they were supposed to start earlier, but one of the guests had an emergency, or one of the witnesses had an emergency. Yeah, and Bill uh, Steppian, the, uh, the campaign manager for Trump, his wife went into labor. That was convenient. Um, I, I kid. Um, the only reason I even mention this is that... Uh, Adam Schiff, world's thinnest neck, not a long ball hitter. Adam Schiff says we have not seen the best stuff they have yet. I have no idea what that might be, but and he has been saying that for quite some, some years without evidence around the whole Russia collusion thing. So... Yeah. yeah, not only is he a, a congenital liar, but that's his lie of choice.
4: Right. That's the same stupid song he's been singing on every topic. You know, God, who who, who gives him newsprint at this point? Who is thrilled to have him on a Sunday show, the Lion like? You'd think if I'm a journalist, but half of the journalists who call themselves journalists aren't journalists. But if I'm an alleged journalist and I get led down the garden path, if I get jerked around, like Adam Schiff jerked all those people around for as long as he did during the whole Russian collusion hoax. How do they even want to talk to him? Why did they put him on the show?
3: Uh, but if anything comes out of that, obviously, we'll pass it along to you. So, you
4: yeah. so a handful of stories that merit only a quick mention. Oh, that's right. I was going to grab the, uh, the latest from Ukraine, which ain't good at all. Uh, Russian forces have moved into the center of severe Donetsk, which is a key, key strategic eastern city. Uh, the Ukrainians are holding on to the sister city right across the river, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce. It looks like a kid got a hold of your computer keyboard and was playing with it, but, um, And they're thinking uh, it's going to be extremely difficult to retake it. And some of the Western allies are saying to Ukraine, you know, you could negotiate a little bit or something. Um, So, yeah, the headline in New York Times West is facing tough questions as Ukrainian cities teeter and the momentum of the war shifts.
3: Well, and not only the momentum of the war, but the momentum of the coverage of the war, people paying attention to it. So. The world has moved on to other things, as is uh, our tendency, especially in the modern age, when you know there's a lot on our phones to distract us, and without the world paying attention the same way we were at the beginning, that's bad news for Zelensky and the Ukrainian people. Yeah, specifically because, well, a couple of different things. the
4: uh, uh, The economic fallout from the war is significant, and you know if, if you're seeing it on on your news every day or on your phone every day, and you're really into it, you know, beat the Russians, blah, 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 you can put up with some economic discomfort. But as it looks like, you know, it's not going to go the way you want, and it's been going on for a while, yeah, that that top-of-mind awareness and enthusiasm helps. And I was going to say, the other thing, several countries in Europe are starting to say, you know, we're kind of running out of artillery
3: ourselves, and we got to have some left. Mm.
4: So I don't think that's going to go...
3: I have a feeling that our Pentagon and the president, though, are not losing interest in it and, uh, and, and, and see great significance with doing damage to Russia and the message it sends to China. So while it won't be on the front page and there won't be political pressure, I, my sense is that the, the government is still heavily invested in this project. Yeah, and as usual
4: with this conflict, what it's going to look like a month from now, I have no idea. I mean, the Russians will probably hold a substantial chunk of the eastern part of Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine will be launching various attacks, maybe retaking a little territory now and then, or trying to make it as costly as possible for the Russians to hold it. But, boy, things going one way or another in a major way. It's just difficult to picture. So, anyway, a little grim. Uh, less grim, Uh, The United Arab Emirates uh, appears to be the first of several Muslim nations to ban Pixar's Lightyear movie from their screens. It has apparent leaders two women's smooching in it. What? Yeah.
3: Can't have that?
4: No, you can't have uh, lesbian cartoon characters in the United Arab Emirates, apparently. Not surprising. Goes against their beliefs, etc. Oh, I guess the the, the the all the gay pride parades um, were going on this weekend in a lot of different places. Somebody just tweeted out this picture of a hmm, a rather heavy woman wearing no pants, but wearing a, a thong underwear with her hooters hanging out of her shirt. Riding her bike down uh, street in Hollywood, uh, in front of a bunch of children, and I'm reminded of what a gay friend once said: the only time I'm ever ashamed of being gay is uh, at the Pride
3: Parade. Well, the parents that took the the parents that took those kids to the Gay Pride Parade. Are you unfamiliar with the Pride? What the Pride parades are like in most of your uh, big cities in America? I've been to a few, and they are you're gonna see. You're going to see flopping penis, and you're going to see boobs. You just are. Wow. P and B. Yeah. Who wants that? So, you know, if you want your kids to see that, take them. If you don't, I wouldn't go. But don't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as straight guys, we probably
4: shouldn't delve into this very deeply. But uh, the whole question of I've spent my entire life trying to convince people, look, I'm gay, but I'm your neighbor. I'm your coworker. I'm just a normal American. Let's not get hung up here. Then you go to the parade and it's just a freak show. (laughs) I mean, at least in part. Anyway, craziness. Uh, So what is inevitable when gas gets to be extremely valuable? People will steal it. Okay, of course,
3: of course. As gas prices, oh, this is date line in Las Vegas. Unless you're stealing very large amounts of it, it's never made much sense to me. So, gas is two dollars more than it was a while back. So, you're going to steal what? Fifteen gallons of gas? You've saved yourself thirty bucks by. S- sucking on a hose in your neighbor's car and committing a crime. <laughs> well,
4: perhaps you should listen to my fascinating story before saying that you are oh, you are so wrong. So wrong. Police in Las Vegas say gas theft has become a serious problem. Um, some gas stations have been hit for thousands of gallons worth of gasoline. Uh, they are modifying trucks so that you stick the the you know the nozzle there in in the gas uh, hole <laughs> what do you call it it's gas hole right is that well i don't you, know what are you talking about well the the, the 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 gas tank opening of the car or like of the, the car yeah okay. of the car or a gotcha. truck is there a name for that and i'm just not thinking of it
3: uh, i don't know Gas hole seems like an inappropriate <laughs> thing to say.
4: So, well, it seems like a good name anyway. Um, so uh, they, you stick the nozzle in the uh, the aperture, the aforementioned aperture, and, uh, and then they start fueling, and then they stand around. and whew, whew, Nice day, isn't it? Yeah, looking at the pump. And they're still there an hour later. Because they have modified their truck to fill it up with, with many many gallons of gasoline, they'll go back until the tank is drained," said the copper. But in aren't Las you Vegas. still?
3: But aren't you still paying for it? Uh,
4: no, no, and that it's actually the story is a little unsatisfying. It doesn't explain
3: precisely how they do it because when but, I stick my nozzle in the orifice, the meter continues oh to run. Well, these guys
4: have figured out how to uh, cheat the pump. Okay, uh, if somebody pays with a twenty dollars gift card, they're out there for an hour and a half. You should be suspicious, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes yeah. they open the pump itself and manipulate something because these guys okay. they, they know what
3: they're doing. They're pros. Sure. Well, okay. Well, yeah. If you're if you're if you're stealing thousands of gallons of gas, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of your your Yahoo with a hose who uh, who's siphoning out of their neighbor's truck or whatever. It just Seems like a great deal of work and uh, and uh, criminal risk to go to for a minor savings. Yeah, there was one case where uh, one makeshift gas tanker was spotted
4: towing a horse trailer, which was also filled with tanks of stolen fuel. It was stopped by the cops. The official said the driver was on his way to California, uh, where police said the gas can be sold for more than in the state of Nevada. Huh. So that, this reminds me a little bit of the legendary episode of Seinfeld, where a couple of characters were going to get rich uh, importing bottles and cans, whatever it was, from a de- non-deposit state to a deposit state. But your your scheme to make I don't know how much are you going to make, a few thousand bucks, something like that, is you're going to haul thousands of gallons of gasoline in the summertime across state lines and committing a crime. So
3: you've got right. that risk out there. Yeah. Yeah, seems like a lot of trouble to go to and very, very dangerous. Yeah. On the so other you, hand, made, you made $1,800, Clem. So what are you going to do with that $1,800? Are you going to retire on the beach now or, or what? <laughs> well, again, though, the fact
4: that you're considering a life in crime is proof you're not smart enough to pull off a life in crime. There you so go. I think
3: that's the answer, honestly. Yeah. Uh, there is con- con- uh, more fallout from the attempted assassination of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And there's some talk about, you know, tightening up the security and passing some laws and all that sort of stuff. And why is that not happening is its own interesting story. Maybe we can get to that sometime soon. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM.
5: I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body. And I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day.
2: The Armstrong and Getty
3: Show. So, there is going to be some gun legislation for the first time in quite a few decades that there's been any movement on gun legislation, and the left is not happy with how far it's gone. Um, I would... My, my, my view from 30,000 feet, my dispassionate political view from 30,000 feet, like without rooting for anything, is just... I would consider this a win if I'm on the right in that something was going to happen in this climate and it's less about guns and more about other things. The proposal has a long way to go before coming losses in New York times, but focusing less on the gun part of gun control and more on other factors such as a buyer's mental health or violent tendencies, et cetera, et cetera. Red flag laws, being able to look at, uh, young people's, juvenile records and that sort of stuff before they're allowed to gun, but making it harder to buy a gun before you're 21, all that sort of stuff. And, and I just I, like what? the fact that there's more funding and emphasis on help for crazy, angry people or suicidal people. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what the final thing is. It's not going to end up being a law until the end of July, the uh, the author of it says. So we'll be hearing a lot more about this. But Bill Maher took on gun culture in movies and how Hollywood handles this on Friday night. I actually haven't heard this, but it sounds pretty intriguing. Let's hear a little from Bill Maher.
1: If you make a movie today, you can't show bullying, fat shaming, slut shaming, girl chasing, gay baiting, ethnic stereotypes or underage hookups where drinking is involved. You know what we used to call comedies. (laughs) But (laughs) those... But those things are bad and everyone knows you can't platform bad things. You know what, you can still platform one guy who's the hero getting over a grudge by mowing down a multitude of human beings. Now the usual suspects on the far left will say that I'm delivering some sort of conservative rant here or that I'm undermining gun control. No, it's neither, it's just what's real. There's a pie chart of why mass shootings happen, and we don't know exactly how much of each of the pieces is responsible, but the major ones are mental health, that is, broken young men who feel like losers and want the world to hurt like they do, easy access to guns, kids having smartphones, which makes losers feel even worse because of the bullying and all the fake lives that look better than theirs, and yes, yes, crazy amounts of gun violence in movies and TV.
3: That's a pretty good description of the uh, the pie chart of things that are going on. That's not bad there. Um, I would be less for uh, cracking down on violence in movies, probably, and more toward opening up those other areas. <laughs> but it is pretty ridiculous that fat shaming will not ever happen in a movie or slut shaming or any of those other things. But, oh, yeah, somebody, uh, somebody uh, murdering people left and right, nah, no problem. Well, and it's just
4: such either an astonishing oversight or such a there's nothing to see here, a bit of hypocrisy. It's self evident you shouldn't have, you know, fat shaming. But it never occurred to me that, yes, every damn movie has a bunch of people dying of gunshot wounds. That's a negative as well. Come on.
3: Crazy. Yeah, you would hope that young people aren't going to see those movies, although, you know, if you're 19. which is the age of the people that have committed a lot of murders recently. They're going to those movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and just, yeah, uh, young people
4: Young people don't have the capacity to, uh, to feel the compassion for others the way older people tend to. It's a, it's a neurological thing, and so they see the excitement and the, the noise and the power and the rest of it. Uh, because they've probably never seen anybody bleed a lot in real life, and they don't want to be part of that. They don't want to cause that sort of damage you know. as you get older. but So, yeah, young people are extra prone to being seduced by
3: the exciting part of it. I actually had missed the fact that Hollywood had decided that all that other stuff was uncool in movies. It does sound like lots of movies that were popular in the 70s, 80s, and 90s pretty you know, much all of them pretty much all of them so huh you have to make a movie now but you couldn't nobody could make a joke about somebody's weight in a movie now interesting how, how uh
4: I mean how formalized is this list of prohibitions I mean I, I hadn't heard that list
3: reeled off before no I don't know I don't know I did uh, I have some friends that went to Top Gun which is the number one movie in the country right now Top Gun Maverick And, uh, that's now quite a few people that have told me it was one fantastic, but two, the being in the theater was great and it wouldn't have been as good at home. And it was good to have the theater experience again. It might actually be the movie that rescues the movie going experience. And I hadn't heard this. I know Alex went to the movie, but I hadn't heard this. It opens with Tom Cruise, the real Tom Cruise, not the character, Uh, sitting there in a living room saying, hey, thanks for coming out to the movie. movies. We really appreciate you coming to the theater and blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Um, Addressing the audience because he, as the producer of this, didn't allow it to stream and show up in movies at the same time as every other big movie has for the entire pandemic time. This one's to see it in the theater only. And he Mm -hmm. actually welcomes people in and says, thanks for coming. Yeah, there
4: was a lot of that at the Tony Awards as well last night. As I, as always, threw a Tony Awards party. You watched dressed up the as Tony Awards. Favorite character from musicals. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no. No. I just read about it. But yeah, there was a lot of uh thanks for coming to the theater everybody. We're super happy you did. Uh, maybe you can come again soon cuz evidently the, the uh you know the rep of wall of uh, Wall Street of uh Broadway is that you you can't get in. You can't get a seat to the popular shows. Well, now they're struggling to fill the seats. Oh, so. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Although, you know what? It's funny. It's ironic. I I shouldn't take any delight in this unless I'm a a bad person. I probably am. But uh, it was the way left Broadway crowd that was pitching COVID paranoia the hardest because they hated Trump. And that was how they proved their bona fides as a member of the leftist tribe by terrifying everybody at every
3: moment about COVID. And now, you know, they're, they're taking it in their fancy theater shorts. Well, since we've got time, let's hear the other Marr clip about uh, violence in movies. Clip number two there, Michael.
1: We live in an age of uber corporate responsibility where every large company in America bends over backwards to get on the politically correct side of every issue. Hollywood has to tell us, why doesn't that include gun violence? When liberals scream, do something, after a mass shooting, why aren't we also dealing with the fact that the average American kid sees 200,000 acts of violence on screens before the age of 18, and that, according to the FBI, one of the warning signs of a potential school shooter is a fascination with violence-filled entertainment. Hmm. It's funny, Hollywood is the wokest place on earth in every other area of social responsibility. They have intimacy coordinators on set to chaperone sex scenes. They hire sensitivity readers to go through and edit scripts. Disney stood up to the don't say gay law. Another studio spent $10 million to digitally remove Kevin Spacey from a movie. But when it comes to the unbridled romanticization of gun violence, crickets. Weird. The only thing we don't call a trigger is the one that actually has a trigger.
3: Hmm. Any idea why that is that way? Because it's popular and they make lots and lots of money. Because they're popular and they make lots of money. That's probably it.
4: They're hypocrites who have no real principles. They just pretend to on Oscar night.
3: Speaking of principles, do we want to protect our elected officials, particularly uh, not elected officials, but Supreme Court justices? Do we want to protect these people from crazies or not? That's a pretty good question that we can get into coming up to kick off Hour 3. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on Demand.
5: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. information.